0: Um, we, as we've been saying, we just want to take this time to be super intentional, just to try to uh, bless you and to help you flourish. That even though we're somewhat isolated, uh, we can still be invigorated and that this can be a time to flourish, not just to get through. Um, The idea is to thrive, not just survive. So anyways, trying to orient our Monday nights around that concept and just to try to help you in different spheres of thought uh ways of living um ways of being faithful to what the bible has asked us or what the lord has asked us to do through the bible so our first week was on your personal spiritual development all of these are on youtube by the way if you missed one um they're there they're accessible or at least my little talk part is the whole thing isn't so it's shorter but uh the first week was um personal spiritual development so fight for delight I think that's so important. So if you haven't listened to that, um, just that for your own personal spiritual growth, to really fight for delight in the Lord. Uh, some of uh, some of us are going through the um, a book called "The Dangerous Duty of Delight." Really great little small small book from John Piper, which is a summary of his really big book, Desiring God, but just kind of focuses on that idea. So that's number one. Uh, our second week we did biblical theological development. And we went through and very fast summarized version, the covenants from Abraham to Moses, to David, to Jesus, and just tried to show how the whole Bible points towards Jesus. And uh, it really helps you read the Bible well to understand kind of the main arc. So that was number two. Uh, Last week, Ted did a great job on um, servant leader development. See what you say and just how much your words matter and how one of your defining roles as a servant leader is to say the right things and um, to say things that are faithful to the scriptures and say things that are in line with the mission and vision of City Light and to bring, bring these things to pass, to bring realities into existence by all of us agreeing on what we say. Super important. And then today, the last week, is practical ministry development. So that's the theme for today, practical ministry development. Um, how do you practically uh, prepare to do ministry well? Usually this theme is centered around actually going and doing things when we train people. It's practical ministry development. So you go practically do something. Uh, But since that's not possible right now, we're going to try to communicate it with our words. So practical ministry development, how can we help you flourish and prepare both in this season now and out of this season to do ministry well, to do it well practically. um, What are some tools to help equip you to do that? So uh, tonight's talk is just called Stay Ready. Stay ready. Okay, stay ready. Out of all the things we could talk about, um, so many things. I just felt the Lord was leading to this concept based off a couple of scriptures. Uh, When a topic is this broad, it's like, man, there's like a 100 things we could talk about. But just do some prayer. I thought the Lord was doing this. So stay ready. Now, the, one of the things I've been thinking about when watching this Michael Jordan documentary or the Bulls documentary on ESPN every Sunday night has been, um, uh, interesting to watch exactly how much work somebody as good as Michael Jordan had to put in, in the off season to produce in season. So somebody as talented as Michael Jordan. So they, they gave a couple of examples where um, he, if you've been watching this, right, he takes, he he leaves basketball, in 93, he goes and plays baseball. And um, you have to work out differently to prepare your body to play baseball. So he spent two years changing his body from a basketball body to a baseball body. So he leaves baseball, to go back to basketball, 95, 96. And he comes out and he's just not, he's still Michael Jordan, still Michael Jordan but he's not in the right shape to actually function to his highest degree on the basketball court. So he's still really good, but it's less consistent. It comes in highs and lows and he had to spend all off season training to turn his body back into a basketball body. So there's certain parts of your body that need to be stronger for basketball um, and certain parts of your body need to be stronger for baseball, certain parts need to be more flexible, et cetera. So he had to spend all off season training so that he could actually be who he was. So he wasn't – he was Michael Jordan, but he couldn't function as Michael Jordan, uh, and he had to train in the offseason to be able to produce in-season. Uh, and then um, another unique thing about his kind of career arc is he was just like time and time again just hitting the clutch shot. He just had this ability to take over a game and at the last second to do what needed to be done. And once again, that tracks back to all his offseason effort on certain types of shots, certain types of environments. His, His teammates used to say that he would basically like abuse them in practice, really be hard on them so that when the game time came and they were like getting beat up by the New York Knicks, they'd be ready. They wouldn't be surprised. They'd be ready because he had abused them in practice. So if they could take it from Michael, they could take it from Patrick Ewing or whoever was playing for the Knicks. So he was prepping them to handle that moment. And I just kept thinking about how much he had this raw talent of being a really great basketball player, but it required all this off-season effort to get himself ready and his team ready to produce in-season. And then I kept thinking about how much effort people put into something like basketball and how much more, obviously, we should be dedicated to the mission God has for us on the earth. And so when it comes to practical ministry, I just kept thinking about the idea of staying ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And so here's a little sentence if you want to write it down. I think this is so important, is that who you are becoming is creating what you will be doing. Okay? Who you are becoming right now, and that's true all the time, but I think especially now in the pandemic, who you are becoming every day is creating what you will be doing. And so Michael Jordan couldn't do the things he needed to do without becoming what he needed to become first. So that it didn't just happen. So you had to become something, and continually become so that you could do something. So who you're who you're becoming now? Just think about the habits you're implementing, the mindset that you have, your 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 dis, your spiritual disciplines, uh, the words that you say, the way that you make people feel around you. Um, the time that you invest in your own soul and in good spiritual habits that'll make you healthy, Um, how you spend your time in your life, maybe time that you waste, time that you dedicate to something purposeful, whatever it might be. Who you are becoming will create what you are going to be doing. And you will not do the things that you need to do, practically speaking, if you don't become now who you are supposed to become. And so the outcome, let's say the, the outcome of your effort to practically do ministry two months from now will be in large part related to the investment you made in the present right now in who you are, and your walk with the Lord, in your spiritual habits, and the verses that you know or don't know, and your ability to do those things. So who you are becoming will create what you will be doing. And I think this is really important, especially in ministry because so often we can focus on what we do. How many people have we served? What are we doing in the world? Are we sharing the gospel? Are we making a difference? And obviously these are really good questions because we should be doing all of those things and evaluating that. But so often we we, we focus on the supposed fruit that we don't really go back to the root that much and we don't connect these two things. So um, who you're becoming now, the choices that you make in the pandemic, are actually going to create the reality that you live in, in terms of what you're able to do three months from now in a different situation. So these things are all connected. And so, so often we, we just hope when I get in that situation, I can do it. I can execute. I can do this and that. And we forget And the same principle that applies in any sport or whatever, that your off season preparation will affect your in season performance. Your off-season preparation will affect your in-season performance. This is true for sports. It's also true in our life. Now, obviously, as a Christian, you're always in season, right? You're always – you have a mission. You're you're never really off-season. But in terms of seasons, there's different types of seasons you will enter into. Seasons of suffering or seasons when you're around someone that's suffering. Seasons of success. Uh, seasons where you need particular types of wisdom um, there's different types of situations and seasons you'll find yourself in even though you're always on technically and so here's a couple of verses that uh, in light of what I've been thinking about from the Michael Jordan thing and then from the scriptures uh, Proverbs 15:23 says to make an apt answer is a joy to a man and a word in season how good it is to make an apt answer is a joy to a man and a word in season, how good it is. Now, you think, oh, that's great. Well, how in the world does a person have a word in season? How in the world does Michael Jordan hit that shot in season? How do his teammates handle the brutality of the playoffs in season? Well, it's something that they did in offseason. And I think this is so important, how, how as a pra- to practically have a word in season for your friends for your family for our neighbors to have something that just hits just right something that's a word in season you guys all know what that's like for somebody to give you a word you know what it's like to get the opposite right where you're like brother I appreciate that that was not the word for this season that was not what I needed to hear right now I I get the sentiment behind that but that was that did not help me you know um, uh, this was not what I needed. It was not a word in season, but on the other hand, to either need wisdom, uh, to be in a moment of suffering and to need encouragement or comfort, uh, maybe to be in a, uh, a backsliding laziness, whatever, and to need challenge, um, for your neighbors to have a question about the Lord or for you to need some type of wisdom situation, or just to, just to say something helpful in a time where it's needed. This is one of the most important things you can practically do in ministry is give a word in season. How good is a, is a word in season? And so to be able to do that in season, whenever that is, that could be tomorrow, could be two months from now. It's kind of every day at some level, but there's certain just moments where you either have a word or you don't. And you're either just struggling to come up with something or the Lord gives you something you've already put in your heart whenever you did that a few months ago or even years ago. So a word in season to make an apt answer is a joy to a man a word in season how good it is so you don't have to get ready if you stay ready so if you're if you need to to give a word and there's a situation a suffering wisdom uh this is something I've always appreciated about Mike Kelsey and his role in my life. He's the he brought me on at McLean and uh just kind of always was a really good friend slash mentor uh he was my pastor for a little while. And he always had a word of counsel. So if I called him about any type of situation, I got wisdom. I just knew it. And it wasn't like every day or something. Like, he wasn't doing that. But when I needed uh, thoughts about a way I should go, he always had a word in that season that nobody else had thought or told me the way that he did. And, you know, the reason he was able to do that is because of who he is because of his time with the lord because of his investment in the the then kind of the natural maybe spiritual gifts that god has given him that he might already be naturally talented as a communicator we all know that but that does not that does not mean he'll have a word in season just because he's good at it like michael jordan doesn't mean it just works you have to you have to apply the effort and do the work in the off season so stay ready so proverbs 15:23, if you're going to practically do ministry well who, you are, who you are you becoming will create what you are doing. Your off-season preparation will determine your in-season performance. So to have a word in-season and to be able to deliver in ministry to help people is going to require off-season preparation. It's going to require work and effort to maybe memorize some scripture. I think one of the most helpful things any Christian can do is take like 10 or 15 major topics that they encounter in other people's lives and memorize a few verses on them. Just anxiety, addiction, um, laziness, guilt, shame, uh, whatever. Just take all these major things that you deal with, right? Workaholic, work, people working too much, not, not staying focused on the things, priorities. You just take the, the, the general list, 10 to 20 things that you just run into that you experience yourself. And you just have some verses locked and loaded. You're just ready. So this is super helpful. I also think, um, so anyway, you should do that. I really think if you left and you wrote down the 10 major topics that you think are things that people just seem to deal with, that you deal with, that you might find helpful, and you found two or three verses and you memorized them, uh, you'll never know when you need that. You'll never know. So um, I have some go-tos in my life because people always expect me to have a word, which I think is it's right, uh, it's okay, um, but it takes a lot of um, preparation to be able to deliver uh, when people need it, so, and I don't do a great job of that all the time either, so anyways, another part of Proverbs fifteen twenty three is the importance of the Old Testament and reading through the Bible to be able to, to pick out stories that are relevant to someone's situation, so I think one of the best things you can do practically in ministry is to be able to take the Bible and deliver it, prescribe it like medicine, a word in season to say, man, I remember this story from Jonah or whatever. And man, it really seems relevant to the type of thing that you're dealing with now. And to be able to pick up something that some narrative in the Bible, some story, and just to have a whole well, a whole just like your brain and your heart is full because you're just going through the Bible so much. It's not even like you're sitting there trying to memorize everything David ever did so that you can pick the right story. It's just, man, I'm faithful to reading through the Bible as as best I can, you know, and different seasons have different things. And sometimes I focus on certain passages and sometimes I read big chunks and sometimes I read little, little things, but I'm not saying there's a particular way to do that, but I am saying a healthy diet of reading through the scriptures is going to provide you with a backlog of information that now the Holy Spirit can pull from to reveal something to you to give you a word in season. So I I do think, obviously, the Holy Spirit will give you words that you didn't prepare for that you don't deserve to have. I think he does that, and he just helps us. I also think the Holy Spirit often uh, pulls from the things that we've invested in. So if I never read my Bible, he's probably not going to give me some scripture to help somebody. But if I'm consistent in reading my Bible, just generally, then he'll probably use that to remind me of something that might be helpful in a moment. So you prescribe the scripture like medicine, like a good doctor. So instead of speaking so generally about God being good, why don't you use some scripture? Why don't you show an example from a story in, in the or New Testament? Prescribe it. Be specific. Be use it usefully, right? You know, a doctor just doesn't give you medicine. He gives you a particular type of medicine. And I think so often we say, hey, brother, God is good. He's faithful. He always works things together or whatever, which is true. But it's way more helpful to have a, a scriptural reference or story in mind to have a word in season. And the way you have a word in season is to prepare in the off season. So when you all of a sudden show up at a hospital bed, you have something to say from the scriptures and about god that would be helpful to somebody or when somebody just all of a sudden calls you on the phone and you're put on the spot and they need a word in season you can be ready for that so that's number one stay ready that verse proverbs 15 23 the other verse that came to mind with this was second timothy 4 2 i think about this as a as a preacher a lot um but I think it applies well to all of us since we're all called in many senses to preach the word and to preach the gospel. Second Timothy 4 2, Paul says, Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with complete patience and teaching. It's a really interesting phrase because when would you when would it ever be out of season to preach the gospel? <laughs> what, does, what does that mean? In there's a season to preach the gospel and a season to not preach the gospel? No. Of course not. What does he mean, though? He means there's going to be a sense of timeliness to it. So I want you to be ready. There's going to be some times where you're expecting to preach the word, and maybe you're prepared for that. There's going to be other times where you're just on the spot. So a word needs to be preached. You're going to show up in a situation. There's going to be a doctrine battle. There's going to be people needing encouragement, comfort, conviction. I'm going to open a door by my miracles, and there's going to be an audience in front of you and uh you're gonna need to say something to them whatever just he's saying in season and out of season so obviously he's called to preach the word all the time of course but there's a sense of season to it there's a timeliness that there's a sense of readiness so he has to stay ready what he's telling timothy so oftentimes i'll teach preachers and stuff to a always have a sermon in your back pocket just have something Just, you know, let it be your little baby. Just a word that the word that the Lord has revealed to you through the scriptures that that has proved helpful, that if you're called upon, you can give. Also, secondly, if you're in the scriptures every day, you'll have something to say. I think this is true for all of us to say, if you're in the scriptures every day, you'll have something to say, whether you are ready or not. And so I think it's really helpful as I, as I train pastors to say, man, you got to stay ready. You never know when you'll be called upon. Half the sermons I preached were not planned, or uh, you know, weren't something a Sunday morning service. They were just things that, in the moment, needed to be delivered or said or whatever. This happens an awful lot when you go on mission trips. They'll say, "Oh, we have a pastor here. Give us a word," you know. And it's like, "Oh, okay. Well, uh, I was reading in John 1 this morning, and this is what God said." So, uh, I think for for all of us, whether you're you know going to a specific workplace, whether you're in a friend group, whether you're at home with family if you if you read the scripture every day you'll have something to say and you'll be ready to preach the word in and out of season so proverbs 15 23 a word in season he's saying man how good is that and we all know how that feels like it's like a cup of glass a glass of water and it's just super helpful it's a word in season and then he says to second timothy uh, he says to timothy in second timothy four, preach the word be ready in and out of season so for practical ministry, I think so often we start when we say practical ministry, we start with how to, how to do something. And I want everyone to realize that what you do is going to be a result of who you've already chosen to be, who you are. So like, I really believe like 90% of, of my ministry of anybody's ministry really is like, it's an instinct. It's, it, it's a decision made in a moment. It's a word said here. If somebody asks a question here uh, we're doing this, that this is the same for you, right? You don't plan every conversation you have. When you go to work, you don't plan every situation your family encounters. Most of our life is very much like here comes the day. I have some things I expect, but half the things that happen that day are not what I expected. And the conversations I get into are not what I was planning on. Uh, and I have to be ready. And so I have to stay ready. And so since most of being fruitful in the moment, and doing ministry practically well is going to be the result of being ready beforehand and being close to the lord and knowing good practices you know the reason some people are effective at evangelism might be because they're gifted it also might be just because they're prepared and they've they have three different tools they use this is this is what i do i honestly don't feel that effective sometimes And I'll just, I have three different things that I'll use depending on the moment. And one of us, the three circles, the other one's the Roman's road and the other one's my testimony and whatever seems relevant in that situation, that's what I'll go to. So it's not like I'm getting some like, you know, great word from the Lord in that moment. It's just no. here are some go-tos and I think it makes me more effective and fruitful. And I think that's true for all of us. So the more, not only can we be prepared Spiritually speaking, just with our hearts, uh, the more we can be prepared, practically speaking, just to be ready, to be ready to expect a gospel conversation. So in the same way that Michael Jordan would teach his teammates to expect getting hit hard, to expect the boos from the audience, to expect people saying, talking trash to you, to expect being down 10 with a few minutes to go, to be ready to handle that. I think it's the same way for us as believers to expect hey, I expect the Lord to open a door for the gospel. This is what God does. So if I'm faithful and willing and ready and available, the Lord's going to open a door. He's going to open a door. So am I ready for that? Am I prepared? And I think often, because the Lord is obviously sovereign over all things, but he also works with it, with us, within the, the types of decisions of things that we do, our actions do matter. Uh, he often uh, opens doors in the, I think, in lieu of our preparation. So like, or, I don't know if in lieu lose the right word in light of our preparation. So if I'm, if I'm faithful, you know, how he says, uh, A faithful, little, faithful and much. Now I think what he means by that is if you're doing things when it's not being seen, then there's going to be a door that opens uh, when it is seen. And you're going to, you're going to be ready for that. And I'm going to be, you're going to be faithful to these little things, and I'm going to slowly, progressively open more doors, whatever that means. That doesn't mean a door to, like, you know, prosperity or whatever. It could be a door into suffering, but it's a door into impact. It's a door into making disciples. It's a door into giving God glory. It's a door into becoming more like Jesus. It's a door into more influence for Jesus, even if it might come by means that we don't even want. Uh, and so I really believe that principle. And the more we put in the effort in the off season, it's almost like the more the coach trusts you in season, you know, to do what, what needs to be done. So, um, practical ministry development, stay ready. Proverbs 15, 23, a word in season, how good it is. Uh, second Timothy four, two preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Remember who you are becoming will create what you will be doing. So I can't emphasize that enough. Who you are becoming will create what you will be doing. The majority of your ministry impact will come by instinct and decisions that are made and words that are said in a moment that was unplanned. The majority of your ministry impact is gonna happen on instinct. It's going to come in decisions that are made and words that are said that were unplanned. And the Lord will, will work in it through you. I really believe that. And a lot of times, sometimes he'll do it, even when we're not ready, just because he's merciful and gracious and he loves people. Uh, but I do think for the majority of the time, the Lord works in and through um, our preparation and our investment and in our relationship with him and our love for our neighbor. So that is my uh, little little talk for you tonight. So we wanted you guys, uh, first of all, just anything.